Hello, Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Patch. This week, The Patch is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. Right there. We'll talk about them more later. By Dollar Shave Club. Uh, Spin that thing. So, here we are, The Patch. We're talking about video games. We're talking about video games we've been playing. And I just want to make a quick mention. If you're watching the live stream right now, if you're a sponsor on Rooster Teeth and you're watching the live stream, uh, stay tuned after the credits. We're going to do a special segment about How to Full Boyfriend. Uh, but if you're not watching the live stream, then just watch the next video in the playlist, and you'll see our discussion purely dedicated to Audible Boyfriend. That's the Game of the Week Club, or whatever we're calling it. Yes. and loved. Um, game of the Week Club. Uh, well, it's so, a little redundant, I have, <laughs> I have a lot to say about that game, so I hope, uh, I hope we have enough time to talk about it. But we're going to talk about oh. that later. All right, yeah, later. moving on. <laughs> so, yeah, stay tuned through the credits if you're watching the live stream right now. Uh, moving on. So, I don't know what everyone else is playing right now, but... I, I, I've, I've been through a few games since our last <laughs> patch. You've been through a lot. All right. Lay it on us. One of them I did not enjoy. Uh, I played... Has anybody else played Sid Meier Starships? I saw reviews on that and then just decided I didn't want to waste my time. The reviews... awful. ...are too beneficial. The reviews oh. are too kind to that mm. game. It is like... It is like a portion... Of another game. Like, it's like, if this was a small portion of a bigger game, it would still need more improvement. This looks like um, Homeworld to me. Just because I, I guess it's, I just played Homeworld. Like that kind of, I'm in space and yeah. I'm sending stuff. I don't We're, we're in space, strategy. but we're only all in a flat yeah. plane. Uh, it's that Star Trek world where no one ever goes up. Yeah, and you can use asteroids as cover. <laughs> <laughs> and like, every mission's the same. Every mission. Like, there's flavor text for it, but it's like, oh... There are pirates in this system. Protect the world. Oh, there are pirates in this system. Protect this spaceship. <laughs> oh, there are bandits in this system. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, oh, my bandits, God. Bandits, though. Yeah. All right. So it's basically an RTS, right? But you only have one fleet. army or fleet, in this case, that can move around. And you can't split forces or anything. So you Correct. just have the one battle group. Correct. You can add additional ships to it. And you can upgrade the ships, like add engines or add shields or weapons. Right. But it's just like, I don't know, it's just really hollow, man. I was also, really you can't full screen it, right? Correct. I, I spent about 10 minutes trying to figure out how to full screen the game the first time I played it. And I was like, oh, you you just can't. I, just, I mean, that sounds awful. Uh, ah! uh, I get the impression like it is it is an iPad title, 100%, that they just happen to port over to Steam right. as well. And maybe on a tablet it would be better. But on my PC, I was just like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> this is so underwhelmed. This isn't even a mini game, you know. It's like they didn't even finish that far, and I mean, they got like I don't know. They, I feel like it's a cash grab. Like they put the Sid Meier's name up top and everything, and it's just like oh. I, I, you feel like it's a cash grab, but you fell for it. I did fall for it, so congratulations, you got my fifteen bucks. I wow, fifteen dollars. I think that's what I paid for it. No, <laughs> let me look it up. That looks like a fifteen dollar game. That yeah. did no. I mean, it, I believe it. it. She shouldn't be. I, I mean, what, what, like what price tag would you put on that turn? Maybe $4. $4? I just paid, what, $4 for, did I pay wow. $4 for Monument Valley or did I pay $15 for You know, it? when they're putting it out, they're not like and thinking, it's great. this is a turd. They're thinking, this is a $15 piece of content that people are going to love. Be real with yourself, you know? Yeah, well. If it was $4, I'd probably be okay with it. Yeah. You know. Um, Don't worry, give it a week, it will be $4. <laughs> <laughs> you sh- you're just a, an early adopter, that was your problem. My internet's really slow on my iPad. I'm, I'm loading the Steam page for it right now to tell you what the exact price was. Yep, $14.99. I feel like this is a title, the, the first Steam sale that comes along, it will just be a giveaway with some other game. Like, hey, buy Beyond Earth, and you can have Starships, too. Yeah, I would totally see that. 
Was there supposed to be some sort of integration? Because I know it's the same cultures, right, that carry over. I think it's just like the same world. Universe. Universe, yeah. On it, like that little logo. Yeah. Also, go play if you want to fly in space. Starships. There you go. No. If you want to fly on a flat plane in space. (laughs) Starships. (laughs) We have not invented up or down thrusters. Are Mm. you drinking out of a vase again? Yes. I don't think the last time we called out that it was a vase. Like, we let, there, sometimes we run out of glasses here. Is that what happened, Gus, or do you just like I it? I think you just Let's like it Let's be now. honest. Well, the first time that we were out of glasses, right. and this time I was like, okay, the vase is there again. It holds a ridiculous amount of water. I'm, I feel like a plant. <laughs> I'm getting water from a vase. Uh, it's too big for the coaster. It, it, oh, no, it's like almost good. It's very similar. All right. Um, so starships, bad starships. I, I, I mean, what else are playing? I, I don't know. I, like, I feel I feel bad saying so many negative things about a game because I'm sure a lot of people put a lot no, of hard let it work out, into Gus. it. Let but it all like, out. Like, like you said, if it was four bucks, five bucks, maybe it'd be okay. But fifteen, I was I was really disappointed. Um, also played Hotful Boyfriend. But we have a separate segment for that. Mm. And uh, also played Tales from the Borderlands Episode Two. Ooh, I've been such good so, things. Tales from the Borderlands Episode One was my favorite piece of Borderlands content ever. Tales from the Borderlands Episode Two is even more phenomenal and mm. grandiose and great than Episode One was. I haven't played it yet, but I was watching over to. Jeff's shoulder as he was starting it. And one, he let out one of the biggest laughs I've heard from him in a while early on. And then I noticed he was doing interesting things with eyeballs. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it looks like there's a lot of really fun stuff in the episode, too. I can't decide if I want to play it now or if I want to wait. Well, see, the thing is, I, I had that thing where I think we talked about Telltale Games previously where I said I debate wait. I debated waiting till after the whole thing was done and do, playing it all at once. Um, but they released that teaser trailer for Tales from the Borderlands Episode 2. That was so good. I said, no, I'm not. There's no way I'm going to wait. <laughs> and, to like, uh, and to make me feel better about it, at the start of Episode 2... They had a quick recap of episode one that was done really effectively. Like normally, the Telltale mm-hmm. recap is just like key points, like right. just key decisions. This one, I felt like recovered the story effectively. So I was like, "Oh right, I forgot about that." Oh, and then like, it was like, "Okay, it was like, ah, okay, time to get back into the game." I thought, I thought it's 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 an amazing, amazing uh, piece of content. Well, I mean, if that's the case, then it might be more uh, beneficial to go ahead and play them as they release because you don't want to sit through that recap. If you're just going through straight. Yeah. Like, I don't want to... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that an hour ago. I don't need to see that again. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. (laughs) A little bio break. (laughs) Um, I think that's really what's been eating up the most of my time. What about you guys? Been been playing anything new? Uh, I got Ori and the Blind Forest. Oh, how is that? I'm about an hour in. Um, It's really good so far. I really like it. Ashley warned me that the beginning was going to be sad, so I think... It didn't surprise me as much. She busted out. You were prepared tears. for it. She yeah, her last I was week. prepared. So. And then people see saw her crying, and it's made them cry. It was the whole like yawning fiasco. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I was prepared. So I didn't cry, but um, not a tear. No. Uh, Meg Turney, too hard for crying. No, that's not true. <laughs> you should have seen me in the Furious Seven screening. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> wait for Fast and the Furious Seven. For Paul Walker, okay? Why don't you just back the fuck up? Oh, he was barely <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> he was you know shit about that movie. You haven't seen the movie. Anyway. We won't do spoilers for it. This right. is not movie cast. Uh, I'm blushing now because I was talking about crying Fast and Furious. Um, 
Or in the blind forest. Really good. Except for the only thing I don't like about it so far is that it tries to introduce about 15 different elements at the same time. So you're like, oh, that's shiny. I'll touch it. And it's like, you got an energy shard. And this is what energy shards do. And then it's like, you got this other thing. And it's like, you get them so back to back. You're like, I, whatever. Okay, whatever the, that thing does. I forgot what that thing is. Uh, okay, I, oh, I used to spend skill points. It's like an RPG. Like, you have skill trees you can spec out. And so it's a lot of things at once. Like, it's a platformer and an RPG. And I don't know if that's going to become too much right now. I feel like it was a lot, but it was still manageable. Um, and also, I'm excited to see where the story actually goes because there is a really oh, cute story. Uh-oh. <laughs> Ooh, so cute. Um, and sad. But I, I hope to see where it goes. I hope they get reunited. It's such a pretty art style. It is. It's really cool. Though they did kind of, I mean, just I'm only looking at what we got shown on the screen. It's almost like they stole the character design from Stitch. Oh, and Stitch for this character. It looks like Cube from uh, from Madoka. That's what he he looks like a little Cube to me. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. But there are some stuff that I th- I felt like the design wise was a little strange. Like things look a little too shiny sometimes to me. Like a little I don't want to say too fake because obviously it's all fake. But yeah. like like it sticks out. Hey, that's next gen. It's all got to be shiny. Lens flare. Is it trying to get your attention? HDR. Or is it just like anything random stuff in the like background? sometimes like the t- like the title card. It's like there was like a graphic in the title card that I was like, oh weird. Like hmm. that's a strange design choice. Also, you have this thing that follows you around and like fires. Um, like you don't you can't punch or do anything. You just have this thing that follows you around and it fires out lasers for you. That's and cool. that gets a little repetitive when you're like, Okay, I fire the laser, okay it's gone. Now fire the laser, now it's gone. Do you control it? Or does you, it... you hit the you tap okay. X, I think, to fire the laser. Um but it just fires it until the thing is blown up. Like you just keep tapping it. But there's nothing to it, like there's no skill to it. It's like I just stand far enough away that it can't hit me and then I hit this button that I'm going over again. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to that. I, yeah. I, I, I've not gotten around to playing it yet. But and it had a lot of promise. People seemed really, really into it. So that, um, Towerfall, of mm, course, still. and Monument Valley. I, I got on my phone for a plane trip. Nice. And uh, it's been really good. I, I heard so many people talk about it. And it has a very, uh, oh, God, what is that? Um, well, what is it to start with? Oh, Monument Valley is a mobile game. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, get to po- from point A to point B. Sometimes you have to slide bits of the map sometimes you have to flip them over stuff like that um but it has a very um what is that uh, the unfinished swan it reminds me a lot okay. of that game with the story like the way they tell the story oh it's like an escher painting yeah so there's like impossible physics so if you have something that's like standing like this and then you have like, hi. Okay, so you have something that's standing like this, and then you have something, like, over here that's obviously shorter. If you can get the perspective to make them look like they match mm-hmm. up, even if you know that they're actually, like, this or whatever, you can walk from thing to thing. Okay. As long as they look like they match up, then you can move, you can traverse that. So it doesn't Trippy. actually... Yeah, it's very cool. And you look like you're playing the characters from Spy vs. Spy. It does. <laughs> it's a little girl in a hat, but it looks... It definitely looks like it. And there are these weird crows that caught you every time you go by. They don't do anything to you. They can't hurt you, but they'll just be like... Ah! Crow Simulator 2015. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) From from the people that bought you Goat Simulator and Groat Simulator. Groat. Both doing very well on Steam, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, Goat Simulator is up for, uh, or the goat from Goat Simulator is up to be a courier in Dota. Yeah. (laughs) That was awesome. (laughs) That's that's crazy. Didn't they have another crossover? Um, Fuck. Let me think. I got to look it up. Most successful goat ever. Uh, But. Yeah, I've actually been playing uh, Battlefield Hardline. Hmm. And I gotta say, 
I've got to give that game a compliment that I never thought I would give to a Battlefield game. It's got an interesting single player. Hmm. Like, Battlefield 3 was abysmal. I just couldn't pay attention to it. It completely lost my interest very quickly. I tried to struggle through it, and I just couldn't do it. Uh, but Battlefield 4, they've set it up like a procedural... Uh, sorry, Battlefield Hardline. <laughs> they've set it up like a uh, procedural cop drama. Uh, so you're, And it's episodic, too. So it's not like levels. It's episode one, and you, you go through the level... Uh, and they even do little touches like when you quit the game, it gives you a little like next time on mm. and shows you kind of the things. All right, Telltale. Yeah. Very, yeah, similar to that. <laughs> it's, but telltale. you don't have to wait for like additional episodes, mm. right? No, it's all okay. there. It's just when you quit to make you want to come back, it gives you a little like, hey, when you come back, this is what's going to happen. Or little quick highlights of the next episode. That does sound cool. <laughs> uh, is it the same all the way through? Like the same characters all the way through? I'm only into episode three, so I'm not sure. But so far, yeah. I mean, it's uh, decently uh, acted out so far. Uh, it's not like hitting you over the head with like overdramatic cop drama. Nonsense. Well, that is not a real cop drama. Uh, I think it's headed that direction, though. Yeah, cheesy Don't worry, it'll get there. Okay. They haven't dropped any major cheesy one-liners on me yet, but I feel them coming. <laughs> I feel my, my cheesy one-liners. It's tingling. <laughs> it's tingling. Uh, and then, you know, there's, of course, the Battlefield multiplayer, which is, if you like Battlefield multiplayer, it's Battlefield multiplayer. The new game modes are pretty interesting. Uh, I really liked Hotwire when we did it in uh, the uh, beta. I haven't played it since. I haven't played it again in... Well, no, that's I take it back. I have played it once uh, since the full game came out, and it's still good. I like mm-hmm. it. It's a, an interesting take on that classic Battlefield capture. I mean, they, they've always had this idea of the the control points that you have to take and hold but this one really moves them around now you've got the bags of money or the cars in hotwire where the things that you're trying to capture are mobile mm. or capture or protect in some cases so it's not as static you don't feel like you're always just holding one spot yeah well i mean that also discourages you know i don't want to say camping but like trying to find a, a superior position to just hold and defend oh it the doesn't whole time, do that right because you're moving absolutely around. does not discourage that at all there's so many times where i've already been killed by that guy and it's like oh hey it's the guy from the bush again yeah man as soon as i finish bush where, where that bush is son of a bitch that bush guy grassy no bitch <laughs> oh do you uh, figure out what it was no, I, I tried to find it, but I can't find it. I, I just remembered I um, there was a couple more things I wanted to mention about Tales from the Borderlands. I saw mm-hmm. I, my notes here. I wasn't looking at them before. Um, I did get annoyed, though, because early on in Tales from the Borderlands Episode 2, I found a typo in one of the decisions you can mm. make. Uh, one of the characters tells Reese that he's acting weird, W-I-E-R-D. I was like, how oh, the fuck did nobody <laughs> see that? See, instead of making me mad, I'm always like... Ugh! I found a typo. I feel <laughs> that I feel superior for a moment. Yeah, and plus, and, and the, the extra frustrating part for me was that I always play with subtitles on anyway, in case I don't understand something, I can watch it. And in the subtitles, they spell weird correctly. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you can see they're right next to each other. Gavin plays everything with subtitles on everything because the American accent is sometimes too fast for him, especially when we play Walking Dead. Anytime Kenny talks. Gavin's like just reading. He doesn't. No, you're missing all the acting. <laughs> drives me crazy. I hate watching things with the subtitles on. Nuts. I just don't want to miss anything. You're missing like, the acting. No, I'll, I'll look. I mean, I'll, I'll watch it. But if you know, my dog starts barking or something happens, like oh shit, you know, I missed it. Like no, I can just very quickly read. It's, and catch I, up. it's mostly me projecting because I can't stop looking at the words. I'm like, stop. I can understand it. Stop looking. Stop looking. I, oh, I'm reading the words. I'm reading the words. And then, and then I read ahead of the actor, and then I expect what they're gonna say. Bad at subtitles. 
But do you act it out properly in your head? No, I'm always like you're Next. acting weird. <laughs> you're just hitting like the skip button. Once you finish reading, you like skip, 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 skip. All right. Um, then the other thing I wanted to mention was uh, I saw I read an article that was written on Kotaku by Anthony Birch, who used to work for Gearbox. Let me look up his exact title. His title with Gearbox was uh, lead writer of Borderlands Two and all of the DLC. And uh, he, he was the one. Uh, hey, Ash, what you're playing? What you playing? Right? Yes. Okay. And uh, he wrote this long article talking about how he feels that, you know, despite the fact he was a lead writer, that they made a mistake making the protagonist so quiet in Borderlands Two because mm-hmm. the Borderlands Two world was so loud and crazy, and your protagonist was just kind of like that archetypical strong, Stoic. silent type, right? Like, and he talks about you know like characters like Gordon Freeman or you know games like Bioshock where your main character doesn't talk very much, but how it didn't fit with the world and how they tried to rectify that with the pre-sequel and also now with Tales from the Borderlands. And I think it's a great move because uh, there's definitely a lot more character. You feel like you know that character better because before you had skill trees and everything, mm-hmm. but it was just like, I don't know, just kind of blind. Everything was happening to you. Now it's like a lot more you're in the mix with it, what's going on. It does feel like a lot of times RPG uh, first-person shooters or even just you know RPG games, period, have a lot of their hesitancy to develop a character that you play it's you they want you to be able to develop it yourself but at the same time you know sometimes it's nice to have a personality attached to that even if that then takes you to the point where you're like this isn't what i would do but at least you're telling a story well also if you run the risk if you try to have the player project their own personality then you run the risk of there being just no personality right at all on that character and uh I hate when, uh, especially in Borderlands 1, because we're replaying it right now, and I, I can't remember if it was the same in Borderlands 2, the little quips, you, I, there has to be a limit on them. <laughs> like, it can only be like, <laughs> I'm so great. Like, every, like she's Lily, uh, uh, Lilith, Lilith. I almost said Lillian. Lilith says it over and over and over. I don't care how great you are. Shut your fucking Look, mouth. Look, she needs a lot crazy. of self-affirmation, <laughs> Like, okay? you kill something, and she's, like, you crit something, and she's like, <laughs> I'm so great, or whatever. That's just like a, a support tape she's got playing in her I know, right? Like, <laughs> she's actually crying, man. That's so <laughs> crazy. You are the best at what you do. <laughs> People like me. No one kills Scrags like you. I wish there was a... They still uh, killing Scrags in that one? I don't Skags. know. Skags. Skags yeah. It's okay. Boss Skags? Lillian and Scrags. Nice. <laughs> new drama. No, but I wish there was like a limit that it was like, oh, I've said that in the last 45 seconds. I won't say that one again. <laughs> there was a, in, in this article, they, he, he mentioned some of that. Um, where was it? He mentioned some of the quips that people, that the characters have. And he talks about a couple that got cut. And I was like, yeah, that's, oh, it's wow. a good thing you cut really? that. Yeah, it's, it's an, inter- it's an interesting read. MMOs always do that too. I remember I tried to play Ion once, and my guy kept going, Vimga Hira, and I friggin' ha- I, did, I haven't played Ion in probably five years, and I can remember that stupid <laughs> phrase to say over and over it's and over like, again. It's uh, like, like, zug zug. You know, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, there's, <laughs> there's iconic, you know, video game <laughs> sounds. Like, you say zug zug, uh, people are going to know what you're talking about. Uh, well, I mean, that, that was a great example of a company that went out of their way to make a stupid number of different things to say, because you could click on that guy for... 30 minutes and he would continue to say new things until you got to the Easter egg one. Right. And then that was part of the fun. It was like discovering yeah. each of it. But then For after anyone that, who's, who, ne- done. who never played those games, because they are really old at this point. That's World War, uh, Warcraft 2. World of Warcraft 2. No. No, Warcraft, Warcraft 2. <laughs> Tides of Darkness. Yes. Uh, that is an old game now, isn't it? It's yeah. Like 20 years old, almost? Yeah. Yeah. 
That <laughs> <laughs> makes you feel old and thinking. That's all right. Older than well, about that. A more recent Patch example. Over. Would, a more recent example would have been StarCraft Two. You could have click on the uh, the characters in that over yeah. and over and get different dialogue. Yeah, but Zug Zug's more. Zug Zug is pretty identifiable. Yeah, it's more identifable. Zug <laughs> Zug. Um, <laughs> another thing I wanted to mention was we finally got our first trailer for the Adam Sandler movie, Pixels. <laughs> I just wrote a story shitting on it. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as everyone says. I mean, it's bad. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's there's, there might be some salvageable stuff in there. It's a... Oh, go ahead. Oh, after you. This was the worst you. part. When, yeah. they, <laughs> when, I, when he's like, I'm going to talk to him. Oh, my boy. Yeah. Like, oh, goodness. And also the whole, like, the ghosts are Mini Coopers. Yeah, Mini yeah. Coopers. But they're, hey, their license plates say Plinky. But the thing <laughs> I don't get is, you know, th- there's that moment in the uh, trailer where Adam Sandler says, we're the only ones that can stop this. How? Every person in the world, their go-to, like, even people who don't play video games. What games do you like? Oh, I haven't played anything since Pac-Man. That's fucking Pac-Man right there. <laughs> I fully did not understand it. I was writing the story, and I'm like, a team of fuck-ups? I don't know who these people are. Clearly, they're not that great because they keep screwing things up in the trailer. And I went to the Wikipedia, and it turns out Adam Sandler was like a video game champion from the 80s, and that's why they use him. And Kevin James is the president of the United States? <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me his name that's is Paul right? Blart in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Blart, president of the United president States. Of the United and he's apparently like Adam Sandler's childhood friend in the movie. Uh, no, not put in the trailer whatsoever. You know they dropped $110 million on this movie. We looked it up earlier. Well, wow. there's some crazy effects. like uh, The effects look amazing. Yeah, when stuff dissolves into mm-hmm. like that voxel blocks. and The um, the short that it's based on, Pixels, is really cool. Mm-hmm. So they had a great premise. And then they were like, we have this wonderful Adam Sandler. Do you want to just <laughs> do you want to fuck this up? Do you want to ruin it? Well, they saw that short. And then they saw the Futurama episode. <laughs> Oh, uh, it was Tales yeah. from... Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, you can never Tales get of the Wonder, last I think. One. No, no, it was like Mild Interest or something like that. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I mean, but it, this is literally the plot straight from that. They didn't even try and make it different, really. Other than I'm assuming it ends in them not settling for laundry. <laughs> well, yeah, this is, I mean, it's obviously it's also been in development forever. I mean, I think that Yeah, Pixel they shot short, last year. And the Pixel short was in 2010. Yeah, it's been five years since, you know, that came out and right. that, that led to this. And so it's... It's a whole process. Right. Hollywood is slow sometimes. Well, because I was going to say, like, what I started writing the story about, like, Wreck-It Ralph, totally inspired. Well, actually, they, well, they've been in development since 2010. Okay, well, maybe not Wreck-It Ralph. Mm-hmm. Although Wreck-It Ralph made $470 million in the box office. Really? Yeah. That'll do. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. We'll plug Adam Sandler That's in. sequel money. Uh, that absolutely. is. <laughs> That's no Frozen money. <laughs> what does Frozen, Frozen make? I'm, I'm actually going to look oh, it up. Okay. I said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you couldn't uh, back it up. Uh, I'm looking. 1.2 billion. Wow. Way to undercut, way to make Wreck-It Ralph look like a chump movie. The other one I was going to look up, and this is totally not gaming related, was Pacific Rim. Because I was re-watching it on HBO this past weekend. And, uh, you know, th- that movie was considered, you know, somewhat a f- flop financially in the U.S. A budget of $190 million, made $101 million domestically. And I thought, I wonder how much it made foreign. It made $309 million foreign so for a kaiju movie for a total of 411 million dollars like okay that's why they're making the sequel you know what jupiter ascending i was just reading an article sorry uh jupiter ascending is making a ton of money overseas even though it was considered to be like a huge flop here in the states it's making like a ton of money in like chinese cinema or something right now i just read an article about it uh it's only made 46 million dollars in the u.s but it's made another 125 million dollars foreign so i mean they're they're pretty close to breaking even on production budget at this point (laughs) 
They're almost there. That's shooting for six minutes a day. That, did you ever hear that story where they wanted a, a particular bit of sunset, so they shot for six minutes each day. And once their six minutes was up, they would have to wait till the next day to keep oh, shooting that bit that's over and over again. Why don't they just get on a plane? Fly west, there you go. set up, and shoot some more. You have multiple sets around the planet. If only there were like computers that can make it look like that bit of sunset. Or I mean, you can't get some lights. Yeah. You know, oh I'm, no. I'm sure there's a lighting soundstage. Come close to it. One setup done. I mean, don't, don't be wrong. This, I, I, they're probably shooting during like that magical hour, mm. that, the golden hour, the, the golden six minutes. The golden six minutes. Everyone tries to shoot in, but you can <laughs> kind of fake it. Mm -hmm. I guess not. Artistic integrity. Uh, here, I'm gonna read this. I want to remind everyone, this episode of The Patch is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. If you listen to this... Oh, I got the stuff over here. Uh, if you listen to this show, you heard me talk about dollarshaveclub.com. They deliver amazing razors for a few bucks. First time I heard about the club, I was skeptical. I didn't think a razor that only cost a few bucks could deliver a great shave. It seemed too good to be true, but then I tried them. I got the most amazing shave I've had in years. My skin felt like silk. If you're still using those bags of plastic disposables, you know, the ones people steal from the gym, just stop. Stop stealing. Dollarshaveclub.com razors cost less than those flimsy plastic things, and they, then the shave doesn't even compare. I can have a bunch of nicks and cuts on my face because I'm a, I got a beautiful face. You, got, you just look at it all the time. Uh, if anyone needs a high quality razor, it's me. Don't be fooled by the affordable prices. These razors are legit, and you'll never go back. Plus, they've got Dr. Carver's shave butter, which makes it all. Uh, if you're still using old fashioned <laughs> shave foam, you're missing out. Try dollarshaveclub.com/patch today. That's dollarshaveclub.com/patch. See, you like. Right there. That's it. Um, back to video game. Oh, oh, shit. There was a razor in here. <laughs> I, I was just waving it around like, like nothing. Ah! That could have ended badly. Are there it's razors fine. at the gym? What? You said people, people steal, steal it. Yeah. Gym. Yeah. Who has razors at the gym? Do you don't have razors? provide razors? Yeah. yeah. Or are you just stealing it from other people? from other people. Oh, that's yeah. gross. Yeah. I don't want your... Nobody, skin cells? Oh. Normal, healthy people or don't. Or do I? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants what I've got. Let me tell you that. Um, more, more. I feel like uh, we have covered this bit of news before, but Elder Scrolls officially gone, free to play. Yes. Xbox One, PS4 versions coming out in June. So question is, are any of you interested in it at all? Uh, no, and I will take my coconut water, and I will sit back now because I am not. Have, do you do you play many MMOs? Have you, got, uh, have you played any in the past? World of Warcraft. Mm. Um, I tried Ion for a, a month, just mm. enough time for me to have to buy it, and then decided I didn't like it as much as Wow. <laughs> that was fun. Um, but World of Warcraft has has been the sole MMO in my life. I think out of every MMO, I, I there was a solid period of time where if an MMO came out, I played it. I played just about every MMO. There were only two I had ever paid for. I paid. For Star Wars Galaxies for about four or five months, and then I played. I paid for World of Warcraft forever. You know, so that, you didn't play uh, the newer Star Wars MMO. I did play. Oh no, I did pay for that for okay. a couple months. Yeah, and then I stopped. I played Diablo for about two weeks. I just realized I was like, "What was that thing I couldn't sign into for so damn long after uh, it came Di out?" Diablo three. <laughs> yeah, Diablo three. What about you, Ryan? Uh, yeah, I played some World of Warcraft, and then I, I did play Star Wars as well. That was that's pretty much it, though. MMOs. Uh, I I'm, was always so bad at the social aspect of it because you get to a certain point, it's like you need to have a lot of friends. And I was never good at syncing well, up with a bunch of friends just online. Get so. some guildies. Yeah, that was my problem. Oh, I'm bad. You're at not going in and finding talking. anybody in some chat. Yeah, not running any. I'm not a, not I'm not a chatter. I'm a lone wolf. What can I say? <laughs> I am too. I think maybe that's the reason that it's hard for me to to get into those games. I mm. also love to run lone wolf, but um, then I have 
Then I phone my peoples in whenever I need them. But then I like try to run everything by myself. You're like, well, I look at the time. Oh, it's like go. a friend airstrike. Yes. <laughs> you should leave now, Mom. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I might pick it up if it's I'll check it on, out, on sure. the Xbox. You know, yeah. it's, it's easier for me to just casually play something on the Xbox. I, I say this all the time, so I, I'd, I'd be willing to give it a, give it a shot, give it a look. I played the beta briefly before it came out on PC, uh, mm-hmm. like one weekend when it was up. And, uh, but I haven't played it again since then. Problem with MMOs for me is there's such usually it's like a big time commitment kind mm-hmm. of thing. I, it, I have a hard time just doing drop in quick run through some MMO stuff and out. So and my life is not conducive to large amounts of time yeah. anymore. So I kind of just have to take what I can get with smaller bite size entertainment. I also like that you're like, eh, I'll give it a, a little here and there. You always come back. What are you playing? Well, uh, these are the 16 games I played this week. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you already juggle so many balls. What? Hey. Um, sorry i didn't mean to out you on the podcast there's already so many games out there i'm always just trying to to see everything and and i'm I'm always and maybe that's the reason i feel like i'm always behind Mm. there's always some game i've missed or some (laughs) game that's shut up (laughs) but uh that hasn't that i haven't gotten around to yet um, so, oh yeah, we, we should mention that if, um, so like I said, we're going to have the Hotful Boyfriend discussion later. If you all have a game that you think that we should play ahead of next week, tweet us, uh, hashtag the patch, and, uh, we'll take a look through Twitter and, uh, we'll decide what game we should play. And Ryan will hate us for it. Me? Yes, I don't want... You suggested some pretty particular titles <laughs> last week. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh, Criminal, criminal Girls. girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, 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 no suggestions. I don't want to, uh... <laughs> I don't want to steer any particular way. Plus, also, I'm the only one with a Vita, I think, so it'd be hard. Oh, no, you have a Vita. The, no. Oh, no. Remember, mind. I wanted to oh, get it to play, right, that's right. to play Tempest. No, it was um, Tearaway. Oh, I have Tearaway, but I want to. I also, there's a new Tempest on Vita. Is there? He, he, like, it's like Tempest 2000 or something, hmm. and uh, it's only on Vita. And I was like, oh, I want to play. There was uh, at the Dice Arcade, you know, when the Dice event that's in Vegas, they always have like a, an arcade there that's set up with old games, and they had Tempest set up. Uh, I, I, I didn't, the, an arcade cabinet of Tempest. I don't mm-hmm. think I'd played Tempest in probably at least 20 years. I'm not nearly as good as I thought so I was. It is so hard. I played, my mom has an arcade cabinet of Tempest, and it is brutal. And I remember being a kid being like, oh, I got this. Get this big wheelie spinning, and it is so hard. Yeah. It is not kind at all. And there was some big drama with uh, the guy who designed Tempest, who's saying that Atari is keeping him from releasing his game. I just saw the headline, but um, Atari is yeah, keeping Atari someone from releasing his like, game. Yeah, I, Atari is still down. an entity I, I, that can stop someone from doing I anything. So. Or Atari is an entity. <laughs> and he's I'm sure a it's owned by somebody. Yeah. Of Atari, so I don't know what his deal is, but yeah, I think what was it like? A little over 10, maybe like 12 or 13 years ago, I think Infogrames, remember them, they acquired Atari, and then they changed their name to Atari, but then I thought, they were gone now. I don't know. Whatever. It's a, a long, sordid history. Um, so I, um, this week, Valve rolled out new rules for Steam users, so that now people who receive money or non-monetary compensation to talk about games have to disclose it on... Uh, like on their curated in pages. The, in the actual curator pages. Mm-hmm. And I assume reviews. Uh, I believe so. Let mm-hmm. me pull up the specific details on it. But uh, I think I think it's a great step. So if you're talking about a game in a Steam review, broadcast, curation, green light upvote, or even a forum post, if it's compensated promotion at all, you have to publicly disclose that information. Oh, there it is. Which I, 
isn't that just how legally you have to do anyway? I mean, I guess Steam was slipping through the cracks of a forum that wasn't directly referenced. Well, it's like them saying on Twitter you have to say hashtag ad, but how many people actually do that, you know? Like, who's actually enforcing it? Is that a thing? You have to say hashtag ad? Yeah, the FCC says you have to tell somebody. I think it's the the FTC, I believe. FTC. Yeah, and... uh, It says you have to. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I had no Somebody idea. gives you something or pays you to tweet, you are legally obligated to put, like, ad. Or people put, like, they try to be cutesy and they're, like, part instead of partner <laughs> or, like, whatever. You know, they do stuff like Hold that. Hold on. I delete, like, 12 tweets. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you only have, like, 12 tweets? I have all, <laughs> all of them close. have been, like, bye, hot to boyfriend. <laughs> I have 40. That's it. <laughs> I only, I, and I only went up to 40 because I was talking about the 360 video I put out the other day. Oh, right. I almost tweeted you something the other day. I wouldn't have known. Yeah, but I, I, I was like, there's no way Ryan's going to see that. I literally just got, I heard you like in the background talking about 360 video, yeah. and I was like, what is Xbox 360? What does that mean? <laughs> like in my head, I was like, Xbox 360 video. Hmm, I can't, I don't know what that means. Well, it's, <laughs> it's weird because uh, YouTube added the functionality to do this, and uh, this isn't necessarily directly gaming related, but uh, it could be. I mean, there are things that could be done with gaming with this. Uh, but yeah, YouTube in, at, finally added the capability to upload a video which is essentially just a flat 4k video or any size you can, but 4k or at least you know 1080 if you want to be able to see any of it it's a flat panora- panorama image that it then wraps around the inside of a sphere and so that you can using chrome or android browsers look around as if you were controlling a camera you just like click spot. and drag you can click and drag. You can use WASD. Oh, you can. Yep, I didn't know that. A lot of people actually have a lot more success with that from controllability. But hmm. honestly, the place where it really shines is the on an Android device, because oh, and I'm in. As it goes forward, I'm sure the uh, Google Cardboard will also be mm. a great yeah. platform for that, because that really makes you feel like you're standing at the spot where the cameras were, and you can look around however you like. Yeah, it was, it was really interesting to see. I, and, and the weird thing to me was uh, watching you know, the behind-the-scenes versus 98 that you put out. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that was so long ago. Yeah. I feel like that just happened like a couple of weeks ago. And then, you know, you, you wrote that it was filmed December 30th. Like, holy shit. Yeah, it's funny because a lot of people are like, oh, did they just fire a lot of people? Like, no, no, no. That was before they were hired. Right. Like, that room was empty at the time. They were just re-moving everything around to get the desk ready to hire all the animator folks for rvb i think that was like in the two-day period where they cleared mm-hmm. all the desks out and that room was empty and it was amazing yeah so uh yeah that was it was a it's a really neat new direction for video i just that youtube kind of created it and then i have seen so little promotion for that and there's only a few videos that actually take advantage of it well probably because it's difficult you know the average person doesn't have a camera or a rig yeah. capable of, of filming that yeah, no, it's uh, basically it's uh, what we use is a bunch of six GoPros that are then stitched together. So you can finally talk about it. I can finally talk about <laughs> it. Uh, though there are cameras, there are actually cameras coming to market now that are already just pre-stitching. So one of, you know, if, if, if you should just release as much as you can. Like, do they have a category dedicated specifically to this? Because then you could just flood that category and Not it's just all of your videos. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that there is a category. Because, again, there's only like six seven or eight of them i think they had a bunch of launch titles and that was it launch uh, titles well yeah essentially launch with the feature and the, i'm going to tie this into gaming a little bit because basically the hardware that will most be able to take advantage of this technology is going to be the the coming of vr headsets and mm. google cardboard being among them so with this functionality and with a v, vr headset you can get a very real feel of presence uh somewhere just by 
putting it on, and then you can feel like you're in whatever room it is that video is taking place. Interesting. Uh, the only thing that's a little tricky to it, and they've there's a, some news on this that I have almost no details on whatsoever, but I'm going to throw it out there as a <laughs> soundbite, uh, is sound. A lot of people have been mentioning in the videos, like, why don't you hook it up to the bioral thing? And the problem is, if I touch... Binaural. Binaural. I was going to mm. let it go. <laughs> no, no, no. I keep saying it wrong, because that in makes no sense. It doesn't. Uh, but if you attach it to that, that's still not going to rotate. Right. So you yeah. turn left, and the sound still... It doesn't sound right. Yeah, it, it would not match up. You would have so, to have an array of microphones. No, you'd have to have an array of binaural headsets. Uh, yeah. That you could then like, click through as you move around. As you turn around. Yeah. Or it needs to be in a, an environment where the sound positioning can be locked. Like in Unity or something. Or in Unreal Engine, yes. where it can know that the sound is here, and then your head position. The sound stays in the same spot relative to your position mm-hmm. of your head. So, Filming with that would be horrible. That thing is a chunk. It's like, a chunk. You have, that is a, and you moving it around sucks, thing. because the more you move it around, and there's ways you can deal with it, but the camera positioning is very sensitive, so as it moves around even a little bit, then you get these lines that like uh, do this, where the horizon shakes. Now there there are tools that deal with that, but um, I think 360 degree video is going to be an interesting thing. There's already a, a Steam movie that was done in 360 degree video. I don't recommend it because it was awful. We uh, talked we, about yeah, it. We talked about that. Uh, you know, it was a complete waste of fifteen dollars. They should not be asking money for. Did that. Sid Meier's put his name on it? Not yet, <laughs> but he will. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that's another thing that you, in the future, will be able to use your 360 headsets for, or your uh, VR headsets for. You know, I asked about if they had a dedicated section for VR videos on YouTube, because the, the, like early on, when YouTube first started doing 4K videos, I convinced Jordan that he should export all his animated adventures to 4K <laughs> video, because there was not very much 4K video on YouTube. I said, you'll have the market cornered. Anybody with a 4K display will want to look at something. They're going to find your thing. <laughs> but they never made like a bucket where it's like, here's all the 4K content. But yeah. if they did, we would have owned it. Ahead of your time. Yeah. Oh, YouTube. <laughs> seen, through my, seen through my schemes. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess, I mean, that's actually one thing that I might be interested in a VR headset for, is the ability to see 360 video and, and you know, move my head around. I'm still not interested for it's video like games. the death of directing, is it not? You know, now you're the director. Well, it's not, I, 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 I don't like it necessarily for narrative. You know, I wouldn't want to watch a movie like that, like you talked about mm-hmm. the Steam movie. But if it's, you know, behind the scenes or watching a filming like you did for Versus, mm-hmm. that's interesting. That is cool. I thought that was really neat to have, like, you guys. It's the chair race. It was the chair race, yeah. yeah. And really I do cool. have several more films. So it, people have actually already mentioned wondering about the uh, Jenga or Jingle, depending on which version <laughs> you uh, And I do have that in 362. Now, again, these things are really only interesting in the sense that you get the feeling of being there. It's not like... In a lot of cases, what we'll end up recording, the chair race kind of excluded, the 360-ness isn't really much of an exploit. Like, it's not going to be things happening all around you, but what it does make you feel like and what we're hoping to deliver to our our audience is the feeling that you're there with us. Yeah. Right. If you were standing there watching the filming mm-hmm. happen. Right, exactly. So, and that's, it's going to be an interesting market. But there are some, you know, 360, uh, the, have you seen the Google Cardboard animated short? It was 360. No. It's one of the demos that comes with it. You should look at it because it's it's an interesting, more narrative version of 360 degree video. Okay, I'll have to check it out. I just need an Android phone. 
Oh, happy to deliver. Do they, they don't do... Uh, Strap it to your face. They don't do cardboard for uh, tablets, do they? Because I've got an Android tablet. <laughs> uh, I think I think you could download That's it. That's going to become... <laughs> that is actually going to become like people who are like tourists. They're taking pictures with their iPad. are going to be like... I don't understand people take pictures with iPads. The camera's so all, it's so horrible. It's so awful. It's like it's horrible. What are you doing? You like bust out your little Logitech really, webcam. It's, it's like, literally just a way to be like, I have an iPad. Did yeah. you know I have an iPad? You want to see my iPad? Look at all my pictures. Here, let me take a picture of you seeing me having an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> awful. Um, so I guess to to continue talking about video, uh, Sling is now the Sling service mm-hmm. is now available via an app uh, on Xbox One. And it makes me wonder about how successful this service is. Because before the service came out, when they first announced it, they said, listen, we know it's going to be really popular. We're going to let people in very slowly. We have an extended beta test. And then about two weeks in, they were like, fuck it. Everyone can come in. If you want to <laughs> sign up, sign up. And that's just like, I feel like, and now the Xbox One app has come out really soon. I wonder if they're just trying to scramble and get people excited about it at this they point. They tried to like make it too exclusive. And they were like, okay, actually, guys, come on. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you're setting up for a huge party at a club and you, like, set up the rope. And then you're like, all right, let's open the doors. And there's, like, two people in line. Like, uh-oh. <laughs> hey, free drinks for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Once when I was a kid, nobody came to my birthday party. And that's Aww. what it made me think of. <laughs> oh, so that's sad. awful. That's totally what it made me think of. <laughs> Real life. That actually happened to me. That, that... I was sling. That's going to be devastating. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Do you, no. you need to air anything? Do you need no, to get I'm going to make a gone home game. It's actually just me talking about my birthday party. No you're you're looking for your guests? <laughs> the and the twist at the end is that there are none? It's actually, it's actually psychological horror, and I've killed everyone and stuffed them in a closet. Over it's here. my party. The empty table of presents. Over there, the untouched <laughs> snacks. Over here, the pr- a trail of blood. <laughs> Ryan, I want to invest. <laughs> 360 video just there we me go. crying the, the in a corner then you move around the as you turn around and take it all in yeah and then at the end you come with like the hair down in front of your face <laughs> 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 um, well actually a way we can tie this into video, more video game type stuff is so you know, previously we were talking about Lighthouse and what the technology that comes with the Vive mm-hmm. Vive I know there's a right way to say it and I still don't know what it is <clears throat> we decided it was Vive Vive uh, so, you know, I just said the time we were talking about it, it was, they were in the process of announcing what it was and it is just, it is an IR blaster, but the main thing that it delivers is very precise, uh, location and translation of location into the game for both the headset and things that you're holding. So they've okay. got the two little hand devices yeah. and it was in like a hundred mi- or a hundred millimeters or something. So it was a very, very precise and persistently precise location on the hand controls. Uh, and it indicated that pretty much anything, uh, the technology at least, anything that is a static object, so flexible things, not so great, but anything that you could put a battery in and uh, was rigid, you could put those markers on and it would work with Lighthouse. Mm, okay. so i got some ideas. Gun controllers, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> rigid <laughs> things, huh? <laughs> right. So that's, uh, that's what they're offering up, is the technology that will precisely locate peripherals of course there's a lot of things now that are doing that uh there's the uh what was that other one uh there's a god hang on i gotta look it up there was one that was at south by southwest that i saw that's coming out very soon south by southwest uh, i'm trying to think of what it, it was, was there, were, there, there were vr headsets everywhere yeah they've been doing there's it, they were doing lightsaber um 
Oh, I just saw people making fools of themselves. Of yeah. like, well, they've got it. They were doing the lightsaber. Welcome to the future, Meg. <laughs> You're make, the fool. Making fools. <laughs> <laughs> if you have the headset on, you can't see how foolish you really look. Yeah, that's right. I think it's going to be like the silent discos where people have uh, like the headphones yeah. in. But you go to a disco with your VR headset in. And everyone loves your dance moves. And it's just like... <laughs> A dark, dirty room, and everyone's just <laughs> sitting there with headsets on exactly. and headphones. Like, exactly. And actually, in the headset, it's you in just a dark, dirty room by yourself <laughs> dancing. Reminds me of those uh, Febreze commercials where they put oh. people in a room that was like, "Oh, take it off. Oh, you're surrounded by rotting, stinky meat." <laughs> That's what exactly what happens when you <laughs> unplug the headset. Uh, it was the Stem System by Sixth Sense, mm. uh, which had two controllers also, which I think those were magnetically uh, detected. But they had a demo where you could have two lightsabers, and you were doing the kind of thing where you're deflecting drone bolts. Okay. So there's a lot of videos that came out of CES, and those people were at South by Southwest as well. Interesting. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. It's hard for me to get excited about this. Why? It just seems so stupid. Embrace the future. Plus, I wear glasses. Yep. That's exactly. You're never going to be able to sell us Look, four eyes. I'm wearing glasses. We're all wearing glasses here. Yeah, but you've got Benjamin table full Franklin of glasses. glasses, and we have real glasses. <laughs> Just put on contacts. Yeah, I can't wear contacts. Also, the screen is this far away. I yeah, can't but that's see exactly it. why, because it goes, Ugh, and then it smashes into your head. That was dumb. I don't know why I actually <laughs> like, smashes it into this your face. System. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it's no good. Until they can find an effective solution for people wearing glasses who cannot wear contacts like me. I know I'm a freak. I'm not interested. Well, look, the STEM system and Lighthouse technology, both of those are not dependent necessarily on VR. They will work with just you standing there looking at a screen, too. Yeah, but then I'll see how stupid I look. That's the point of the thing. He needs a blindfold <laughs> with it projected into the back. Like, I need to look cool <laughs> for once in my life. Please. It's never going to happen, Gus. Give it up. No, it's never going to happen. Give up the ghost. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not thrilled. Um... So what's all this? I don't know. Maybe one of you has kept up more than I have. What's all this hullabaloo? I used hullabaloo. Hullabaloo, nice. About the Nintendo NX, Nintendo's next handheld. <laughs> I believe there was device. a foxy gentleman who did a story on it yesterday. Man, people weren't happy with me for being the anti Nintendo guy. Which the best part was, I got the the early script from Ashley. It was like. Uh, before she'd pick someone to do it with, it was like someone who's not really big on Nintendo, probably Ryan. <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean. It's as we said in the story. It's been two years since their last hardware release. It's not doing well, but they've never made. It's been a long time since they had an aggressive hardware system, right. one that is competitive with the level of graphics that other systems deliver. I understand that that's not really their bag right now. Like they like the more simple, streamlined, very relaxed, cheaper to produce. Cheaper to produce. Well, not necessarily, but uh, not as. Uh, physics and realism intensive type games. Very okay. like family friendly. Family friendly. Somewhat. Yeah, I mean, and and not realism. That's not really what they go for. They they look for more of the cartoony type delivery games. So, but that being said, there's a lot that you can do with more robust hardware that they can't do right now. Right. So, uh, um, the NX is supposed to be like an actual like home console or a handheld. I believe it's a home console. Home console, mm-hmm. and oh. they're not talking about it until next year? Well, they're talking about it now, apparently. Right, they're yeah. like, yeah, it was like, hey, it's happening more next year. Hmm. You can't do that in March of the, of the year. you got to wait till like, <laughs> November to be, like, next year. I looked up at Gus's screen right there, and all it looks like, would you, it's, it's a picture of Mario's face, but it's he had Luigi. it scrolled, or sorry, Luigi. He had it scrolled to a point it where it's just, like, snot. nose and yeah, then yeah, mustache, and it looked like a woman in a bikini. Oh, let me see. It does. It does. 
Right? <laughs> what the hell is in the middle of her chest? Well, it was scrolled up a little bit further, so it didn't really play that well. Okay. There we go. Oh. Look at that. She doesn't have a cleavage no. line. <laughs> Sneaky Luigi. I, I'm never. I want to play a lot more Mario and Luigi. Bikini face. She's had a little work done. There's a C-section. Had, <laughs> yeah, there's a little tuck there. It didn't go so well. Uh, it was one of those discount. We don't talk about yeah. it, okay? Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't understand why they even brought up the NX to begin with, because this, this, this arose out of a press conference they had to announce their partnership with DNA, who they were going to be partnering with to bring Nintendo titles to mobile devices. And then they're like, oh, yeah, and then the NX, we'll tell more about it next year. Yeah, I don't know why. It seems, it seems weird to me. Maybe because they thought somebody else was going to leak it or talk about it or to get people excited about their mobile games. Mm -hmm. Added something else. So, yeah, I guess uh, this company, DNA, is... Uh, They've been around for a while making these. They use the Mobage game network or platform to produce games. And I've seen that company, Mobage, at like South by Southwest Gaming in years past. So I'm at least, I've, like I've heard of them, at least I'm at least somewhat familiar with them. And they have some big titles that they've released, but they all look like they're free-to-play games with like in-app purchases. Right, yeah, the, the whole microtransaction thing is part of the reason people are, are a little concerned, is they don't want it to go that direction with Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean... Nintendo traditionally doesn't do that, though. Right, no. they don't even really like DLC or anything like that. So, although they did do that for Mario Kart 8. <clears throat> so, it would be surprising to me if they went the microtransaction route. I mean, when you're on a mobile platform, in some ways, that's just the way that mobile business is done. But if they think they can make their money off just the, the purchase, the just the flat purchase at the beginning, then, yeah, sure, why not? Uh, again, a lot of these, if... I, I don't think they were talking about necessarily porting. They're going to create new games, and uh, those games will be specifically optimized to run on mobile. So it's going to be a totally different experience from things that you're probably used to with Nintendo. We'll see. I mean, yeah. I, I, did, I don't think they gave a timeline for uh, any actual software releases, right? They just announced a partnership. And I don't think so, yeah. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like Nintendo for so long has loved double dipping on the hardware and software side of things it'll be uh weird to see them just getting software but it could be just like back catalog classic title stuff well that's uh, as far as i'm aware they're talking about making new stuff new stuff I yeah don't all right hmm. i don't i'm sure at some point there will be ports but uh i mean you can always just put an emulator on your phone and then ah, i mean <laughs> hypothetically. Not, not on ios Get out of here. Right, not on iOS, because that would be ridiculous. <laughs> All right. All right, Grump. Not grumpy. Grump. I'm happy. I got an Android. Grump. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I on. play my emulators in 360 degrees. Oh, man. Suck it. And then you tape your phone to your face and wonder at the future. Mm. Which, by the way, support for that stuff, I think, will be forthcoming for other platforms. Just mm. throwing that out for the 360 video stuff. Um, moving on. Other news. <laughs> This, so this, this is an amazing stat to me. But um, like I said, the Counter-Strike global, of, global offensive event that happened, I think, this past weekend had more than a million concurrent viewers, 700,000 of which alone were on Twitch, which is uh, – that's a crazy amount of people watching an event. And looking at the pictures, it's like this seems massive. Yeah, it's you know, people huge. Who, people who doubt that, you know, esports has taken – like at this point, you can't doubt that esports is a thing because this isn't even the biggest event like you look at like this is smaller than you know a dota 
yeah. event would be. Dude, well, there was another Dota event in the same city in Poland. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Katowice or something. I believe that's. We've all gone back and forth on how to say it. Uh, you know, had you made two it. huge events. You know, you made it as an event when your trophy could kill Yak. I love my favorite part of esports events is when they get the trophy and then there's the people that are like. We hold it up, and then they go excited. You can tell they're like still told to hold, and then they look like. Can I put it down? I do again, like just like a lot of awkward yeah. trophy pumping, and like the big check comes out, and they're all just like, oh, I don't want to be here anymore. It's like, did, did did you get the picture? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, can you do it again? And they're like, it's no, like it's like, like posing for a prom photo. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're overhanding the trophy. <laughs> That's what I want to see. I want to see somebody get out there and like just have fun with it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, I, I, I played quite a bit of CS:GO when it came out, but I haven't played it in a while, and it makes me, like again, like whenever there's a big Dota event, I'm like, oh, I want to play Dota. Whenever I see this, like, oh, I should go back and play some more CS:GO, uh, but I suck. It it's, hard, it's hard playing Counter Strike for me because I really enjoy the game, but I've always been so terrible. Uh-huh. Even like before Source, you know, old, it is it is hard. It's hard to pick that game up with the kind of people that are playing it because a lot of the casuals are, have pretty much fallen out of the game. So it is a Fairly competitive game to just jump into at any point. Mm-hmm. That's the end of my statement. That's the end of that. <laughs> and done. And I have nothing more to say about it. We oh. talked about on Leaderboard, actually, like the, the map that they chose, Nuke, was incredibly uh, controversial because of the way that it's balanced. But it was apparently, that's like a super old school map. Hmm. So Jared, who was on, was talking about, I've been playing CSGO since... It started, and he was like, I've known Nuke for forever. Like, they, the fact that they've had such a staying power at that game is incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, think about, like, you know, CS 1.6 and then eventually Source. Like, I mean, those games are still played extensively uh, and totally different than, than Go or Global Offensive. Go. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, it's a great game, but... Um, I suck. Maybe that's I'll just terrible. maybe next time I'll just watch. Maybe that's what I'll do is I'll just spectate. Yeah. And then I'd be, like, be like, it'd be like, because that's as fun. That. I can just hold like an unplugged controller <laughs> and pretend <laughs> that it's me. <laughs> like, look, it. I'm really good. Just full screen. I'm so yeah. awesome. Oh, I'm doing so good. Oh, I'm not as good now. Switch players. Ah, oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> we did a video that'll never see the light of day in which uh, John Risinger and I played CS:GO. And it went so poorly. It was hilarious. It was really, it was, it was like two children who had Well, now we have to put it out. Nah, never. Oh, we have to. We got to see it. Yeah. Oh, you should, it's hilarious. (laughs) Got a really great cut of it, actually, over my desk. I'll watch it. I'll watch after this. Um, So only a few minutes left. A couple of uh, items I want to get through that I definitely want to talk about. Should we mention our award? Yeah, yeah. we won an award. It's been here the whole time. We never talk about it. We, uh, according to. That made no difference in this life. Yeah, it's the thing at the top. It turns these buttons on. According to South by Southwest Gaming Awards, we are the most valuable online channel. Yeah. Yay. Okay. That's a that? cool. That's that a, a really cool trophy. I like. I mean, it, it, anything it, with a switch. They did a lot of work. You can tell all this carving with the wood. Even it's got this South by Southwest and twenty yeah. sides. Also, this is a legit joystick. Like, yeah. This actually is a and thing. the buttons press. I really want to cut a hole in the bottom and hook it up to a console of some kind. <laughs> what console uses two buttons? It would have to be like an NES. Yeah. That is, you are right. That does feel good. It's got, oh, a, it's got it a good click. Nice click. Wait, 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 wait. Yep. No, it's very satisfying. Oh, yeah. Get it in the mic. Yeah. Somebody just came. That's really perverted. <laughs> <laughs> um, so who was it? I, I saw this YouTube video that some people went around testing to try to figure out whether or not the police in Grand Theft Auto V were racist. 
Yes. They took, you know, each of the three protagonists mm-hmm. and had them do things to try and provoke the police in front of three different police stations uh, all around Los Santos and then recorded the results. Um, and they found that both Franklin and Trevor got accosted 23 times while Michael was only accosted 16 times. And wow, they, they that's went, a pretty big difference. Yeah, they went up with, you know, all of them wearing neutral clothing and went through like the same series of scenarios to try to provoke the, the police. And they said they don't know if it's just a coincidence mm-hmm. or, you know, who knows? There's so many variables uh, to account for. But And Rockstar has said that there is nothing in the game that would make the police racist or specifically target but one. this has come up more character. than once this isn't mm-hmm. the first thing to make this come up when it when the game was first released this was like a controversial topic that people were talking about whether or not the cops in the game were racist yeah so well, it looks like uh, they just don't like some people not necessarily by race well the, the, and the people theorize i mean again mm-hmm. who knows rockstar said it doesn't happen people said that you know maybe it's a socioeconomic thing and that's right. why franklin mm-hmm. and trevor are picked on whereas Dude, michael you see is franklin's not franklin's house at the end he's living in a nice place it's got a pool franklin franklin's my favorite fancy. to play in grand theft auto 5 <laughs> just cuz i like chop i think i was just about to say what about chop yeah. <laughs> when i was watching gavin play it i was like it'd be so cool if you could become chop and he was like watch this and he became <laughs> chop i blew my freaking mind mm-hmm. I wonder if they tested it with Franklin with Chop and Franklin without Chop. <gasps> maybe dog lovers. It was probably all without. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it was without, yeah. but like maybe sure. they should redo the test. I feel like with Chop is even more intimidating. He's a oh, Rottweiler. You know, he's just walking his dog. No Chop's such a you. sweetheart, too. Chop is pretty adorable. I mean, he does. Uh, he does track down people. You as Chop that, yeah. find humans to attack. <laughs> yeah. But okay. But he's Chop for a quick food. sex break Chop. on the way. He does. He does have <laughs> sex with another dog on the way. I forget it. Can you still be in Chop when that happens? I think. No, I think it takes you out of okay. it. And the guy's yeah. like, just... Chop, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> I forgot about that part. <laughs> That's another game I want to go back. I mean, even though I've already played it. That's why it keeps sliding down my list. I still want to play it. GTA 5 on Xbox One or PS4. Well, now you can heist. They just released, I think, a stability patch, too, that makes it a little bit more liable. We were not able to... <laughs> Get from one part of heist into the next part of heist without me being kicked off Xbox Live. So that was fun. <laughs> it, is that people may now? have wondered? Yeah, we we actually part our second heist went up. Part one went up Monday. Part two is going up today. Today being Wednesday, and part three is going to go up on Monday. And the reason that it's so spread out is because it was so hard to get through the whole thing, mm. uh, and it was really long. I mean, that's each part is about half an hour long. The wow. incident that happened. Was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday was even better. So they released the patch, <laughs> and we're like, right. okay, we're finally getting through last. We'd gotten, we tried to get through the finale. I think we had nine parts so far. Some of those are just us screwing up, but in most cases, it was we got to a certain point in the heist, and then we just it dropped. One person would get kicked out, and that ends the heist. So yesterday, they released the patch. We go in, get ready to do it. We're like halfway into the the finale of it, and the power in the entire building goes out. <laughs> I just- just enough to fuck them and then get back on. And it turns out everybody was fine but Ray. Oh my god. Ray's say, console, not on a UPS. I said you all should be on UPSs. We I re- are. I Ray re- wasn't. I remember when the lights blinked and thinking, oh, thank God I'm on a UPS. Actually, I think Ray's may just not be working. I think he just plugged uh, into it. I but want you to know that it literally was like, we were the like, sound. We, we were like, oh, the lights went out. And then you just hear like this ungodly sound from Jeff, like, God damn it! Jeff just. <laughs> bellows in rage it was like the balrog he jumps up and like punts the couch i mean it was just so infuriating because we're in part nine and finally it was supposed to work and then the power goes out 
It's like a bolt of lightning from God saying, no, thou shalt not heist. So we have kind of shitty power in this building, but it's rare for it to just go out Absolutely like rare. that. Yeah, yeah I don't that, know. I can't remember it ever happening while I've been in the building You before. guys started. It wasn't even like pouring or anything else. It was no. just like a yeah. sprinkle and, and I don't a think, big fuck you from the universe. I don't think it even went out for a second. No, it was, it was like, like a half second. Yeah. Like just a little dip. And it, and after that, too, we couldn't all get in the same game. We had to all, whenever that happens, whenever we have someone drop, the only way for us to all get in the game again is for everyone to power cycle their Xboxes. And I don't just mean like turn it off. I mean hold down the button until it goes completely off. And then when we turn it back on, we get back into GTA, and then we can, we're fine. But, yeah, no, so that was frustrating. We did finish it, though. So Monday, finale, heist two done. Oh, that was so funny. Um, so we're, we're, we're pretty much at time. One more thing I want to mention before we go. Um, I did um, a no video with the Funhouse guys about Star Citizen reportedly will be over 100 gigabytes of files once installed on your computer, uh, which is crazy i guess i like, make it all 8k textures it's like you know one <laughs> gigabyte of data yeah. for every million dollars invested in that game at this point there you go you know, well you know what i'm glad it's gonna be so big because that means it's gonna it's, i want to zoom way in yeah it's gonna, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty then you gotta have all those like this damage engines and all of that stuff yeah you gotta you gotta have tons of data um, also i know you're excited oculus support come fix, on fix it so i can wear it with eyeglasses all right uh thanks everyone for watching if you're watching the live stream right now and you're a sponsor we're going to go through the credits, stay here, then we're going to come back and talk about How to Full Boyfriend. If you're watching this on our website or YouTube, listen to the audio, whatever. All right. Uh, there will be a version <laughs> of it that's you. released. Yeah, you'll be yeah, able to watch it. It comes out, well. don't worry. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, just look for the video. It should be the next one after this. If you're listening to the He's audio excited. version, you'll hear it immediately after we're done here. Um, so, we'll see you guys Thanks, in a bit. Bye. Hello, hey, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome to a special supplemental segment of the patch where we're only going to talk about our game of the week, which was Hatful Boyfriend. Uh, Welcome to Game Club. So, Chloe. The first rule of Game Club is always make Ryan upset. The first rule of Game Club is you're supposed mm. to finish the game. What happened, Ryan? You didn't finish it. You didn't finish it? I couldn't do it. Ryan! I couldn't. I tried. What? I tried so hard. Okay, look. There's How far did you get? Here's the thing. What did you get to? There was one rule. There, the rule was not like it. The rule wasn't like enjoy it. The rule was finish it. I didn't. Really, it's only like an hour and a half I long. I didn't think we were really going to do this. And I got like, <laughs> last night I was like. I got about a, a 45 minutes in, and then I just wanted to sh shoot myself in the head, and then I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Let's be I clear. I couldn't do it. Let's be clear. I struggled to finish this game. All right. I uh, tried with TV. Uh, uh, like, I so tried. Th there's, there's, this guys th are ridiculous. There's, there's stuff that's This game is amazing. Well, there's stuff that's confusing to me. Um, oh, there's a lot of stuff that's confusing. Like, some stuff <laughs> wasn't... I don't know if it gets lost in translation or, or what. Like, some stuff's not even explained. Like, okay. It took me a while to this. figure out... The upper left-hand corner numbers are dates. Yes. Like there, that's April eighth. Oh. Yeah, I was like, have I met? I was like, have no. I met four out of eight birds? Why is there a feather? I thought it looks like progress for something. Right. But, it is. It's right. progress through the year. Let's start this off right. What was your name, Gus? Uh, I went with the default one, uh, Hioto something. Lame. What do you got? I named myself Jinx, whatever it was, and then I went default because I had to play through it so many times. Also lame. Sorry. Uh, what did you go for? Fuck my life, O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> It wouldn't all fit, so it had to be like F C K my L I F. <laughs> Fuck my life, O'Brien. O'Brien. So yes. I played through, and I guess I went through. I, I, I played through, and I got the ending that you just got a okay, second which ago. Which so was I, which one did you go for? Uh, the 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 one was it wait. Nag so did Nagasan? you use scripts, or did you actually? I mean, not script. Did you follow a walkthrough? No, or no, no. Through? I okay. just like you just organically played, played through, okay. and I, I ended up. Well, also another thing, I didn't realize I was 
a woman till about halfway through the game. I was like, okay, this is we talked about whatever. it. Yeah, I forgot. Um, <laughs> and I, the 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 bird I ended up falling in love with turned out to be a ghost, <laughs> who, who, the spirit of a bird who killed itself in the library and didn't know it was dead. But I could only I was the only one who could see it. And then once it realized it was a ghost, it slowly faded away and disappeared. That's deep. It's so weird. But it's so hard to get through it. It's so. And then oh, the so funny thing is, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, why does the main character live in a cave? Does that not unsettle anybody else? Well, here's it's the weird. Thing. So apparently, this is the future. This is like twenty one eighty eight future. Hence, why birds are mutants, but also, super yeah, yeah, also, birds. And now it seems like um, you're one of the humans that's left. Yeah, because when the main character says mm. she's going to go on a run, they show like establishing shots, and one of the shots is like a skyline with a building like collapsed and like in ruins. And I was like, "What the fuck is that? You know why? Why, why are we talking about that?" Yeah, I think she lives in a cave. At one point, she talks about needing to like dig a wall or something like that to keep out the wind <laughs> yeah and she talks constantly about her hunter-gatherer instincts and the yeah. birds tell her how difficult it must be to be a hunter-gatherer it's super weird but she's still got udon noodles which she loves yeah she makes for dinner seemingly every day yeah pretty much um yeah it was it was it was it was bizarre there were a lot of strange characters some stuff doesn't like i said there was just like lost in translation like the I don't, I don't know the whole, like, giving beans. At one point, you have to, like, find beans to give to the... You have to find one kind of bean and then decide which pigeon you're going to give it to. As sort like, of, but mm-hmm. the decision is also... It seems to be made for you by that point, so you're trying to pick out the right beans for the pigeon. Mm. But I, I was... Although it's not, also not just pigeons, right? It's a couple... Oh, well, no, there's rock birds. doves. There's Yeah, there's all yeah. kinds of different birds. Also, I, I enabled the advanced visualization technology so that <laughs> I could cool. see the, uh, the, the human form. You- <laughs> when the first time you're introduced to a bird, it shows you like, a, uh, like a, a drawing of what that bird would look like if it was human. I wish it would keep that up like every time you talk to that bird. No, but absolutely not. It, it, you're it, playing it, a bird dating simulator. You need to accept that and just see the bird. It didn't always show you a portrait for every bird. Well, like, there, there, just... there are a couple of birds. I think it only shows you the portraits for the birds that you might be able to have a relationship with. Like the doctor I, I bird doesn't so have it, and the yeah, the teacher bird. The teacher you know, bird the, does. The doctor bird does. The doctor bird did? No, I don't think the doctor bird. The doctor bird doesn't. The big fat. That's Nageki. He's the one who ends up being the, the, the ghost. That's the library one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, they're, it's crazy. So uh, that one ends up being a ghost. Um, one of them, their mom dies. Uh, we're going full spoilers oh, here, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that yeah. Ryota? Um, yeah. His. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, his mom dies. Um, one of them turns out to be a spy for mm. the dove party, which is like that we should get along with humans party as opposed to the hawk party, which the doctor is, by the way. And they want to just exterminate all humans to make I, room for the birds. I'll just talk of doves and hawks. It sounds like a commentary on the Federal Exchange Board. And no one's going to get that joke, but someone on Twitter may acknowledge <laughs> what I just said because that was good. Well, they acknowledge it in the game. They're like, it started out as like a human thing for like, the, you know, this political thing. But now it's, um, oh, there's the now ghost. it's actually that. Yeah. Yeah. So he's the Nageki. ghost. And uh, let's see. Uh, there's the teacher. Who has already been in a relationship and thinks he can and, never love again. And who is a narcoleptic, apparently, and yeah, falls asleep randomly. The there's the, um, uh, yeah, there's the, the aristocrat who actually just wants to run away and become a musician. What, what is mm-hmm. the deal with the, there's that one bird you run into at the track stadium. Yeah, who, no, he's just crazy. Yeah, who, that's the one I went for. Who's you, like a bird. You went for that one? Did yeah. you get to the end of that relationship? Is no. That an actual... Remember, I, I, I couldn't do it. He, no. His, his, his text just says, coo, coo. Yeah. And then in and parentheses, then it's like, it's like it the human translation. The English translation. I'm yeah. so fast. Super fast. Run, run, run. This By pudding way, has I'm disgraced really... me. Pudding. I am stomping on the pudding. I was like, what am I reading? 
no, I have no idea. I didn't try that one. I actually did. Um, I just did all the ones required to unlock this secret ending, which you guys didn't know about. Well, I that was the thing is so after my just failure to be able to tolerate this game as an experience that I could accept into my life, uh, I went and actually did some research on it, and it's like. Where is all of the game that these people talking are talking about in my experience? Because you know I've gone through the game once before. Well, I've gone through this game once before, and nothing happened. You also did you go through the game, or did you click, click, click through the game? I mean, there's a lot of click, click, clicking, but like nothing (laughs) happened. My character got to the end, was like, "Oh, I'm in love now." Okay, it happens. No, it happens like um like as you play the game progressively, like Mm -hmm. different stuff seems to unlock. I had different things popping up and different conditions. Like sometimes I could go to get like a an amulet at New oh, Year's, and sometimes right. the weather was too bad. And once I got stuck in the library on Christmas Eve with the too. ghost kid, and yeah. you know, with like all this different stuff. So the um, it seems like they changed. Like at one point, I hear someone talking, like overhearing a conversation, mm-hmm. and I think it has to do with the different romantic paths. Mm-hmm. Um, as you unlock options in those, you unlock more of the overall story, and then you get to this point. So. We're late starting this because I just unlocked it, and so <laughs> I'm going to play through it, and then we'll uh, we'll put some of the video in post because I, I was I was hoping to actually get some video capture of the mm-hmm. secret stuff, but it apparently turns into like a psychological thriller. Um, let me pull it up on. Um, she's very excited. I'm very excited. Um, so it's called Bad Boys Love or <laughs> Hurtful Boyfriend. <laughs> oh, is that why it's called Hurtful Boyfriend? Yeah, because that means heartful but also hurtful. Oh, so this is the hurtful part. Um, oh. So, so um, what this is is um, so the meat me, of the I'm game is the, buried in the secret ending. Yeah, so I'll read the the wiki entry first, and then I'll um, I'll get some of the gameplay going. Um, actually, no, I can probably just do gameplay after, and we'll put it in post. Yeah. That way, I can concentrate. But on the wiki, it says um, it's a, st- a bonus storyline you can unlock after obtaining certain endings. You have to get five of them. You have to get Sakuya, Yuuya, Ryuta, Nageki, and Nanaki. So I'm I'm on my way there because I got Nageki. Yeah, so there you go. You got to get five, but you have to get the full endings. I think. Like, I accidentally messed up the ghost one at first. I was trying to be encouraging and be like, no, you're just quiet. Oh. And then he was like, I'm not talking to you anymore. And it's very and I specific. Just, like, I completely lost. Yeah. Like, there's, if you make one wrong decision, you will not get what you want. Holy crap. Yeah, like the, like the aristocrat, I didn't get the first time because I didn't get my charisma high enough. And then I gave mm-hmm. him the wrong beans. So then there's three. So there's, there's very few decisions you can make in this game. I should right. clarify that. And sometimes you get the option as to, like, what stats you're going to work on. You can go... Stu- for your electives. Mm-hmm. You can study math, mm-hmm. which increases your wisdom. You can study... You can go to you gym go, class. Gym, which increases your... Vitality. Your vitality. Then you can do music class, which increases your charisma. Now, so far as I can tell, the charisma only matters if you're trying to get with the aristocrat dude. That's what uh, I thought. Sakuya. Yeah, Sakuya. The math only matters if you're trying to get with teacher Nanaki. And I think... I didn't haven't done for this one. Maybe, Ryan, you can tell us. I think the um, the vitality one only counts if you're trying to get with... The crazy, the crazy. He seemed happy hater. at my athletic prowess. There you, go. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta finish it and tell me what um, happens with that guy. So God, I don't think uh, I so, can. I'll try. So if you get all five of those and you get the the full endings, then mm-hmm. the next time you start a game, it asks you if you want to play a normal year or fulfill a promise. Also, did you guys get the angel of death pop up at any point? What? No. There's another character that uh, like there was a point um, you can ask like what you want to do this year or something, and it's like fall in love with an angel of death, and then like this other character pops in and he's like all like this bandaged and crazy <laughs> dude. I need to complete that one, but that's another. That's well, crazy story. dude or crazy bird? He's a crazy bird dude. Bird dude. But that's okay. a story for another time. There, there were some options. I don't remember what it was, but I know occasionally you would run into options that were like, 
I want to conquer. You could wish yeah. to yes. conquer the world or Which, use force or something. But I, get, I, think, I think that, that decision just, is also very important to the, your the ending for each particular. Is boyfriend. it because yes. I thought it just I thought it just boosted um, stats like no one of your apparently stats. well at least on the some of the walkthroughs I was say, I was looking at you had to have have a specific wish to get the correct ending with certain characters. Apparently, I'm being told on Twitter by Giaz that. It's a pu- that the name Hatoful is also a pun because Hato is pigeon in Japanese. Ah. <laughs> so it's full of pigeons. Pigeon full boyfriend. Okay, so here's what um, here's the story of Bad Boys Love or Hurtful Boyfriend. <laughs> it says the Hatoful world is post-apocalyptic. The bird flu H1N5 was so deadly it spurred human scientists into starting Operation Carniatis, the development of a virus to counter it by annihilating birds. Unfortunately, it doesn't work as planned. The new virus ended up mutating pigeons, the most common bird, into intelligent beings and failed in its original purpose to kill flu-infected birds. The newly intelligent birds begin to attack the humans and a 30-year war ignites killing more humans. Most of the human race is wiped out in the flu pandemic and less than, and in less than 40 years, bird kind has become the dominant race on Earth. So now to the we know point about where the buildings in the case. Upset about puddings and uh, and they have and they have high schools. Um, a peace treaty is agreed upon and signed, um, but there is still anti-pigeon sentiments um, in humans and vice versa. Uh, the Human Liberation Front, which took a bird orphanage hostage in the Hatiful House incident, I haven't. What's the Hatiful House incident anyway? Um, the protagonist is one of the humans who developed natural resistance to the bird flu and goes to Saint Pigeonation as a human representative, a sign of good faith. And as an experiment as to whether pigeons and humans can live together and form a bond. Which is why, oh, interesting. I, oh, I did get that one. I did get this ending because I screwed up the ghost ending. It says if you don't form a bond with any pigeon during a playthrough, you get a bad ending, which just reads an experiment failed. Ooh. See, you, pr- you probably get all humans killed in that, in that scenario. This is the problem with this game. You can only find out it's interesting by seeing what other people did. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. Yeah. What's going on over it's like here? It's like we had to see, we had to send our own experiments into the game to like seriously suffer through it for a while and find the good stuff because yeah. it's so bad. So let me, the let me, let me, let me awful. Tell, let me tell you something that I that I discovered when I was doing the yes. playthrough. So I don't know if you got to this point, but at one point, um, I, pro- I probably did. You did, I'm sure. No, I don't know about him. There's, hey. a, there's like a bunch of pigeons or a bunch of birds. Sorry, pigeons. There's a bunch of birds gathered in the hallway, and you say, you know, what's going on? They say that Brian the pigeon just won his seventh Pulitzer. Pulitzer. Yeah. And you're like, what? This only time they mention it, and they say, you don't know who Brian the pigeon is? And I said, no. And they said, you should type his name into Google. So I typed Brian pigeon into Google, and the first return is a WordPress blog. That goes back from now on, all the way back to like 2005 or 2006 or something, and has all these weird journal entries. Super weird. They're saying that he was the first smart bird. Yes, he was the, the and, first and he was smart a, bird. and he was a blogger. Yes, he was a so blogger. That's, so that's you can amazing. find his WordPress blog, telling it telling it how it is for pigeons everywhere. <laughs> weird, right? I mean, there, so there, there's obviously another layer to this game that they've yeah. thought about. So here's here's there what it happens. is. That's amazing about me, Brian Pigeon. Oh my god. The um so here's what happens you if you get to this bad thing, you stop playing Hiyoko. You stop playing the main character and you it changes point of view and you play through the point of view of Ryota. Um she goes missing after going to look for Ryota in the infirmary. Um and that's he early has to bring in a stack of papers. Mm-hmm. He sets down an unusually heavy, heavy box in the classroom and notices a red stain on the corner of the cardboard box. And her head's in the box without a body. Whoa. Wow. Yes, uh, you the discovered other, the murdered remains. This sounds like a thing you would like, Ryan. 
But it takes so much awful to get to it. The other classes also discovered each box they had contained a human body part. A huge steel dome appears around the school, trapping the students and teachers. The principal summons all students to the gym to explain that a disaster was occurring outside, and the dome has been put up to ensure their safety. Ooh. Why can't so I just now, play that so game? So now he goes to investigate uh, the char- her, her death, and together with Sakuya uncovers the story of St. Pagination's sealed past and hidden facts, and the game becomes a murder mystery! <laughs> okay, I want to play that. I yes. might actually should play we, Wait, should we, should we do a part two of this? Maybe we will. God, no. It's not worth it. Even as, as interesting as that sounds, it's not worth it. Meg's not over there. What if we do it with anybody but Ryan? Yeah, we'll, we'll find someone. Anybody but Ryan. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Maybe we should make Ryan do well, it. Well, so, I mean... Or you st- had to do it twice. Long, Five times. Long story short, mm. uh, I, 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 I struggled to get I through it. Uh, I, I wasn't no that intrigued by it. Didn't you see Didn't you see the fast-forward button in the top yeah. right corner yeah. of the game? Oh, yeah. I saw it. <laughs> but, um... But, uh... I, I, I'm more intrigued by this now. And realizing that there is... Somewhat of a story, and that being said, variety in the game. I'm sure no matter what happens in this part, it's still going to be written the same, which is the problem I have with the beginning of that game. It's just like, okay, where do I want to go today? All right, I'm going to gym class. Hey, study gym. All right, what do you want to do today? I think I'm going to go for a run. Hey, I went for a run. Oh, look, I met another bird. Oh, the bird's very slow. It wants to get me right back on their bike. You did All play right. a bit then. That's at least halfway through the game. Yeah. So I rode back got- on the bike. That's it. There's nothing happening. It's an interactive novel. There's what do you no, want? It's not a novel. In a novel, there's plot and protagonists and things happen. Didn't, nothing didn't you, happening. Didn't you hear about this? That didn't happen. <laughs> None of this happened to me. I had a normal day over and over and over again. It was killing me. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, Ryan. I think we should do another one with this. This, should, this, look, this is pretty. I want to learn more about the Heartful House incident. <laughs> Oh my god, this just seems crazy. And I want to find more about the angel of death. So, um, yeah, I think um, we, we may follow up with a, a second a second discussion of How to Pull Boyfriend. I mean, look, there are a few games as epic as this, deserving of multiple volumes. Multiple playthroughs. <laughs> <laughs> does, anybody else have, does anybody else have anything they want to say um, before yeah. we wrap up? Uh, we, should, um, we should decide on a game, and then maybe, for, and then maybe what we can do is... Um, Leave in the comments, um, either on the Rooster Teeth site or um, on this video, uh, games that we should play for Game Club. Yeah. And then we, we can pick out a game to play for Game Club and go from there. Yeah, absolutely. All but right. What should we play next week? So some people had some good suggestions. Some people were suggesting uh, City Skylines. Uh, I saw Tales from the Borderlands, Binding of Isaac. Um, what else was here? I thought there was another one that people had recommended. And you know what good ones um, to consider if people like want to like play along, you know, with us as we do these is um, if we look at games for gold, games with gold. Oh, I think gold? Rayman or, Legends is currently free. It is, on yeah. games um, gold. Or or you know the the, the free PSN. Games. We really should come up with some criteria for this because you know make it interesting. It's like if it's a title that we're currently that just came out, yeah, we probably already talked about it on the patch or you know previously and are, are playing it currently. We need something that's like. That nugget of gold that might have been missed. Well, that's what I liked about doing like a two-year moratorium or something. It's like it, it was a weird game people were aware of, but no one had really played. Too right, much. right. Bernie makes me nervous when he's behind me. <laughs> you guys, you guys mobile games. Oh, are we going to do mobile games? games? Yeah, I don't see why not. Um, I mean, I'll what, what, allow it. Why don't we? Since why don't we let people comment and then we'll read through the comments in this video. And we'll make a decision. Yeah, and, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll we can post it in an annotation. How about that? Yeah. Or put in, in the description of the video. Absolutely. So yeah. we'll post an update what we're going to play next week, and then. We'll go from there. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for watching, everyone. We hope you enjoyed our (laughs) spirited discussion of How to Fool Boyfriend and our spirit pigeon boyfriends. And make sure you let us know which which pass you took because we know you played it. Bye. Bye.